Well, bless the Lord one more time. He is still such a blessing to us. He's been such a, a wonderful Savior, mighty God, Prince of Peace. He's been an everlasting Father. He's been a rock in a weary land. He's the lily of the valley. He's Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Shalom. He is a bridge over troubled waters. And he's the uplifter of our heads. And we just want to give him praise. Glory to God. We're sick in our body this morning. Um, been sick for the last two or three days. But we still believe in God as a healer. We still believe in that he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. According to the power that worketh in us. And you ought to give God a, a praise. Give him a sacrifice of praise. This is time you give God a sacrifice of praise. Sometimes we only want to praise God when things are going well, things are going good. Um, when we think that we have something, then now we want to praise God. But when we can't see our way out, then it seems like we don't want to stop praising Him, um, stop reading the Word, stop preaching, stop teaching, stop doing. No, this, when you're going through some things, that's when you most definitely need to lift up the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, today, um, I want to talk about something that I, I spoke of uh, maybe last week and talk about how men of God often and can often find themselves in what the world call entanglements. I guess people want to call them entanglements now. <laughs> or people um, find themselves caught up in uh, complicated relationships. Or they might find themselves just simply playing and quite simply um, dating two women at the same time, dating two men at the same time, um, baby dad, still sleeping with the baby dad, or perhaps maybe got a boyfriend, yet still the baby dad still comes over, different things, you know what I'm talking about, don't be blushing, don't be acting crazy, you know exactly what I'm saying, and we as men and women of God, we often find ourselves entangled in that, now, this just doesn't happen to people in the world, it happens to people in church, and I want to explore something, because we, what we did was, and if you've been with me for quite some time, you understand how I spoke about Abraham and I did speak about Abraham and how he was found himself entangled uh, in some things with Hagar found himself entangled with some things concerning Hagar and with his wife Sarah and they were going through something um, that sounded like some out of a movie or something when Abraham had got Hagar pregnant off the direction of his wife Sarah Sarah gets upset now Abraham has a baby's mama living in the house with his wife and so on and so forth <laughs> but he's still the father of faith that's why I look at people sideways when they say you ain't got faith because they start looking at your life looking at the situation well, we don't think you got faith because of this that and the other and I say well have you read the bible lately Abraham had himself involved in a situation that was movie type things, Jerry Springer type stuff. Abush, I got reality TV type news. Jacob had himself involved in it. And so we got discussing that. And now, today, we want to look at Abraham's uh, grandson. That's right, his grandson, Jacob. Abraham had a son called Isaac, and Isaac had a son called Jacob. And um, from that, we want to look at Jacob's, Abraham's grandson, Jacob. Because we're going to find out 
that Jacob is going to find himself in some entanglements of his own. <laughs> yes, Lord. He's going to find himself caught up in a similar situation. Not quite the same, but a similar situation as grandfather was caught in. Hmm. <laughs> and to somehow this, the, the situations that you're struggling with if you search your family tree, you'll find out that um, your ancestors struggle with the same thing. Hallelujah. You find out that, well, I don't know why I'm like this. Then you start searching family tree, you find out we well, had an uncle with the same problem. You'll find out if you're a womanizer, you'll find out that your, your dad's dad was a womanizer also. Or perhaps your dad. Struggling with an alcohol problem, you find out that you, that you got a brother. Or a sister, or somebody in your ancestry, a grandfather, a grandmother, that was struggling with the same thing. You got issues with drugs. You find out when you search the family tree that hey, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I got some people down the line in my family tree that was struggling with the same thing. And and I found out it's not just negative things. You can have you can be an entrepreneur and find out. Well, I'm not the first one. I got an auntie on the other side that actually is an entrepreneur also. It's different things you can find out by yourself by looking at your family history. And then, when you start looking at family history, you start discovering what the enemy is probably trying to trying to attack you at. Same way, the same way I got your grandfather, the same way I got your grandmother, the same way I destroyed their lives with this, that, and the other. I'm gonna do the same thing to you. And then you start learning how to fight the enemy uh, more wisely because you know where he's coming from. Ah, yeah, Shokori Abaha. Jacob is a man that's, that's gonna find himself caught up in. An entanglement, a situationship, but it's not really gonna be his fault. Yes, <laughs> this time is not his. It's not his fault. So, so it, it sounds crazy. I mean, who ever heard of an accidental player? Who ever heard of an accidental entanglement, an accidental adultery, an accidental fornication? I slept with her on accident. I slept with him on accident. I, I, I you know, I cheated on my boy from a girl and by accident. It wasn't my fault. It, I was tricked. But that is this kind of a situation that Jacob's going to find himself in. He's going to be an accidental player. But once he starts going, there's no stopping him. <laughs> once he starts uh, going through these things and things that he has to go through, as far as, you know, his situationships, there's no stopping him. I want to start reading that Genesis chapter 29. I'm going to show you what I'm talking about around verse 18. It says this, now Jacob loved Rachel. That was the love of his life. He's in love with Rachel. When, he first, when Jacob first seen Rachel, he felt instantly in love. Do you believe in love at first sight? Jacob felt instantly in love with Rachel. He said, I will serve you seven years for Rachel, your younger daughter. He told Rachel's dad, I'm going to serve you for seven years for your daughter's Rachel's hand in marriage. Seven years. Could you work seven years for a woman just to be with her? You know, there's some sexual relations. A woman, you get engaged with a woman. The woman says, all right, well, I believe we can get engaged and we're going to stay engaged for seven years. And in the seven years, no sex. But after the seven years, we can get married and we can consummate this thing. Could you do it? A lot of people can't wait seven minutes to get in the bed with somebody. Let alone seven years. Could you do it? He said, listen here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to serve you seven years for Rachel, your daughter. Watch this. And Laban said, this is the, um, Rachel's 
um, father. And Laban said, it is better that I give her to you than that I should give her to another man. Stay with me. Watch this. So Jacob served seven years for Rachel. And they seemed but a few days to him because of the love he had for her. He, he was, you know, it's, it's amazing what a man can do when he see a prize at the end of, of his work. Mm-hmm. The Bible says something very interesting. The Bible says, Look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who from the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. Jesus endured that cross because he knew it was, was going to be after the cross. Um, he knew it was going to be glorious. He knew it was going to have all power in his hand. He knew he's going to have a name above any other name. He knew that uh, all the glorious and things that went along with the cross and everything, you know, that's why he endured it. And it's amazing what a man can do when he sees. The goal in life, and when you, if you're living through life, and you don't see no purpose in life and no goal in what you're doing, you'll find yourself most miserable. Jacob, he worked for seven years because he seen Rachel at the end of the finish line on seven years, and it seemed to him but a few days. He couldn't wait to get her because he loved her. Couldn't wait to get, couldn't make, couldn't wait to consummate that thing because he loved her. Now watch what happened. Then Jacob said to Laban, Give me my wife, for my days are fulfilled, that I may go into her. That's what I'm saying. He ready to get it on. Go into her means he ready to have consummate. He ready to have sex. He ready, he ready to make this thing happen. He don't wait seven years. Seven years of watching her, looking at her, fantasizing, thinking what he can do. All, all the positions and different things. Oh, you don't want to go. That's okay. Uh, all the positions, different things he wanted to do with her. <laughs> And he told the lady, hey, give me my wife now. It's seven years is up. It's on. Seven years is up. Could you serve seven years? And Laban gathered together all men of the place and made a feast. And now it came to pass in the evening that he took Leah, his daughter, and brought her to Jacob, and he went in unto her. Now what happened? Because he's supposed to be sleeping with Rachel. So why did he grab Leah? Leah is the sister of Rachel. Leah is the oldest sister of Rachel. In the Bible days... They didn't have in, in different part, in, the, in the part of the country was that they didn't have street lights. No, they, they did things by candlelight. They didn't have what we had. They did things a little different. When you get ready to consummate a marriage, what would happen was they would bring the wife to the tent at night, and you would sleep with her. Abu So really. You had no idea if, they, if somebody did want to trick you, you would have somebody could bring another woman in and say, here goes the wife. And y'all getting it in because you never got it in with her before. You can't tell what's going on. Next day in the morning, you'll find yourself tricked. There's a whole other woman in there. That's what happened to Jacob. Jacob, <laughs> watch this now. Uh, it came to pass that even that he took Leah, his daughter, and brought her to Jacob, and he went in on her. He had sex with Leah, even though he thought it was Rachel. Have you ever had, there's a lot of people right now having sex with someone, and physically in their flesh, they're with that person, but in their mind, they're with a whole other person. Having sex with somebody right now, but in their mind, they're sleeping with their ex. Having sex with somebody right now, but in their mind, they're supposed to be with their husband, but in, in, their, in the flesh, they're with their husband, but in their mind, it was somebody they met at the supermarket. All night long, Jacob is sleeping with Leah in his mind, though he's sleeping with Rachel. Entanglements, situationships, 
something that the man of God got himself involved in. But he was tricked. He wasn't trying to be a player. He was tricked. <laughs> Have you ever been tricked? Have you felt like you was tricked into a relationship? Tricked into sleeping with somebody? Has somebody ever told you they was one way? And after y'all got down having sex, it was a whole different person. After they got what they wanted, they, they changed on you. Tricked. Abu Shekere Baha. Laban gave his maid Zippah to his daughter Leah as a maid. Watch it. And so it came to pass in the morning that behold, it was Leah. That's what Jacob said to himself. Oh my God, it's Leah. Leah and Rachel are sisters, but they don't look alike. There are people right now who are sisters and brothers, but they don't look alike. <laughs> They're sisters right now. They look. They 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 got the same mother, may have the same dad, or may they have may have different dads and different moms. They don't look alike. So immediately he said, "Oh my God, this Leah." <laughs> so it came to pass morning, he he was Leah, and he said to Laban, "What is this that you have done to me? Was it not for Rachel that I served you? Why then have you deceived me? He been deceived into having being a player." He'd been deceived into dating one sister, but sleeping with another one. He was engaged in one sister, but married another one. Have you ever seen something like that before? Someone who dated another sister in the family, but ended up marrying another sister? Oh, I've seen a man. <clears throat> seen a man date one sister. They break up, so he married the other sister. It just is what it is, I guess. Dated. So can it pass in the morning that behold it was Leah? And he said to Leah, What is it you have done to me? Was it for Rachel that I've served you? Why didn't have you deceived me? Watch the verse. This is Genesis 29 now. Don't, don't lose me. Don't lose this thing. You want to check this thing out. Because there's a lot of people right now going through this exact situation. They've been tricked. You can call them accidental players. Victim of circumstance. Thought I was marrying one sister, I wound up getting with the other one. Wasn't this for? Was it? No, this particular thing was not Jacob's fault. But what happens afterwards? <laughs> what happens afterwards can be considered his fault. Abu can, can we go deeper into the word and what happened? He says, and Laban said, it must not be done in our country that to give the younger to the firstborn. He says, hey, wait a minute, Leah's the firstborn. You, you got to marry off the firstborn first and then the younger. But why he didn't tell Jacob that from the get-go? Laban just wanted to get some labor out of him. Laban just wanted to get some free labor out of Jacob. That's what it was. He don't serve Laban for seven years. Seven years of free work because all Jacob wasn't getting paid. All Jacob wanted to do was his payment was supposed to be Rachel. His payment was supposed to be a woman. Watch this. He says, fulfill her week. Because when don't see when you get married in the Bible days, they celebrate the whole week. He says, fulfill her week, and we will give you this one also for service, which you will serve with me still another seven years. He said, Here's what um Laban said to Jacob. He's saying this. Well, I tell you what, here's what I'm gonna do. Fulfill her week, you know, celebrate the whole week with Leah. And then Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you Rachel also, but you're going to have to serve me for another seven years for her. Fourteen years. Really? So really now, he don't serve Laban for 14 years for one woman. Would you wait 14 years for one woman? Habu Shekariyasi. 
Like I said, people can't wait 14 minutes. Jacob has decided, I'm going to do 14 years then just to get with Rachel. Think of somebody in your mind right now that you're willing to wait 14 years just to sleep with, be with, consummate, marry. Think of a 14-year engagement. Can you do it? You said you want a husband. You said you want a wife. Here go, the, here go the terms right here. 14 years, baby. Can you do it? I hear somebody saying right now, saying, no, no, I can't do that. Yeah, you can. Watch this. <laughs> then Jacob did so and fulfilled her week. So he gave him his daughter, Rachel, as wife also. So now he got, so now Jacob got two wives. But watch this. Here go the twist to it. They're two sisters. Two sisters sleeping with the same man. But like I said, when Jacob was deceived into marrying Leah, that wasn't his fault. But like I said, what happens afterwards, you can consider his fault. Because he wasn't just satisfied with Leah. He had to have Rachel also. Some men ain't satisfied, baby. They got one sister there. They figure, well, I got to have the other one also. Some people not satisfied. You don't got the sister now. I got to have the cousin too. Some people not satisfied. I got, I got, I don't, I don't slept with the daughter, but that mama looking good too. Ah, bullshit, hear that by her. This is the, the grandson of Abraham. <laughs> Abraham had his own entanglement. He had his own situation with Hagar and Sarah. Now here comes Jacob years later With his situation he got going on He's married to two sisters at the same time Sleeping with two sisters at the same time My oh my What, what kind of stuff we find ourselves getting into As men of God This is the man of God now This ain't, this ain't no man off the street This ain't no hustler This ain't no, this ain't no, this is, no this is the man of God Jacob is the man of God It's interesting to me that we're telling people today that men of God should not have these type issues. Is that right? I'm going to say something to you that you're not going to believe. Life happens to us all. No matter if you're Baptist, Catholic, Apostolic, Jewish, um, whoever you call it yourself, African American, whatever you want to you want to put on yourself. Life happens to us all. Situationships like this happen. Now, not with everybody. No, of course not. Everybody doesn't find themselves in these type of situations. They don't. But some of us do. Does that make us less the man of God than the other person? No. <laughs> well, that's what happened to Jacob. He, he's finding himself now. He's married to two sisters. And I don't know how he's going to live and pull this off, but let's find out. And Laban gave his maid, Bilah, to his daughter. Rachel as a maid. Then Jacob also went into Rachel. Look at that. And he also loved Rachel more than Leah. Look, you see, did you see that? <clears throat> Here's two sisters married to the same man. And the man only loves one sister. He was one sister more than the other one. And yet slept with Rachel too. He don't slept with Leah. And now he don't slept with Rachel. And he loves Rachel more than Leah. And then Jacob went into the Rachel and also loved Rachel more than Leah. Watch this. And he served with Laban still another seven years. 
14 years with the same woman. And when the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, unloved, excuse me, when the Lord, when the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, listen, when the Lord sees you unloved, then he will open up your wound and then he'll begin to bear fruit. Here's what I'm trying to, here's the revelation in that. Another translation, King James Version says this, is that when the Lord saw that Leah was hated, then he opened up her wound. And she began to bear. Now watch this. In the Bible days, it was a curse for a woman not to be able to have children. No, women wanted to have children in those days. Some people, people don't want to have children these days now. <laughs> Things don't change. But back in the Bible days, women wanted to have children. It was a curse not to have children. Hallelujah. And so what the Lord did was when the Lord saw that Leah was hated. See, some things you can't get from God until he sees you hated. Hallelujah. 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 Some of you right now, you're being, you're hated by family. You're hated on your job. You're hated by so-called friends. You're hated by a lot of folk. You're hated by church folk. The Lord is getting ready to open, again, open up your womb. And you're getting ready to bear some fruit. Now, I'm not necessarily talking about children. But you're getting ready to bear forth the fruits of the Spirit. Lord have mercy. You're getting, you're getting ready to be a, a, a pregnant with a vision. Pregnant with a business. Pregnant with a ministry. You just got to birth that thing forth. In the name of Jesus. When the Lord saw that Leah was hated, then he opened up her womb. Some things you just can't get from God until he sees you hated. That's why you always got to stop trying to fit in all the time. The Lord saw that she was hated, watch this, and he opened up her womb, but Rachel was barren. Rachel couldn't have any children at the time. But a, but, but a Leah, her sister, was popular mom. Which lets you understand <clears throat> that Jacob was seeking for both women. Or both of his wife at the same time. Entanglements. Situationships. And so Leah conceived and bore a son, and she called his name Reuben. Watch this. And she, for she said, the Lord has surely looked on my affliction. Now, therefore, my husband will love me. She was having these children, expecting her husband to love her. But, it, but, it, but and she was expecting her husband to love her more than another woman, which just happened to be her sister. Some people in the world right now are competing for one man's affection. There's two women right now competing for one man's affection. <clears throat> One of you got you got kids, probably, both of you probably got kids by the same man. Some of you know it and some of you don't know it. But she was having these children, expecting, sometimes you can have some children expecting your husband to stay with you. You can have some children expecting a man to stay with you. And sometimes it just don't work out like that way. Should she look, the Lord says, who the Lord has looked at my affliction not for my husband love me. Watch this. Then she conceived again and bore a son and said, because the Lord has heard that I am unloved. He has therefore given me the son also. And she called his name Simeon. She only had two kids. Now watch this. She conceived again and bore a son and said, now this is my husband. And now this time my husband will come become attached to me because I have borne him three sons. And she called his name Levi. She's thinking that Jacob now is going to love her more than her sister because she had all these kids for him. <laughs> and she conceived again and bore a son and said, oh, Now I will praise the Lord. And therefore she called his name Judah. And then she stopped bearing. 
Judah name means praise, but not only that, it means praise God no matter what you're going through. She had three sons, thinking that her husband was going to love her. It just didn't happen. So she had, when she had that fourth son, that fourth son was for the Lord. And that's why she called his name Judah, meaning praise. She's going to praise God no matter how much she's hated, no matter how much she's unloved, she still decided to have a praise on her lips. Some of you think that praise is about something good happening or something wonderful going down, and it's not always about that. Sometimes you got to learn how to praise God in the midst of folks who don't like you. That's what Judah means. Name means. Judah, Judah is not about praising God in some good times or when things are going all right with you. But Judah names being praised means she's going to praise God. No matter if the sister trying to take a husband, no matter if she's been tricked into a marriage, no matter what's going on in her life, no matter who's hate her or don't like her, she's still going to praise God no matter what. That's why she said, then now I will praise the Lord. Called his name Judah. She don't have four sons. Four children. She don't gave it to Jacob. But a sister Leah has any, doesn't have, a sister Rachel doesn't have any right now. Watch what happened in chapter 30. Now, when Rachel saw that she bore no Jacob, no children, Rachel envied her sister. She envied her sister. Because her sister was having all the babies and she couldn't have any. Entanglement. Situationships. Complicated relationships. But God's going to use all this for his glory. Can we go a little deeper into what's going on? Now when Rachel saw that she bore Jacob no children, Rachel envied her sister and said to Jacob, give me children else I die. She, Rachel don't came to Jacob and, and said, hey man, give me some children. I got, I'm going to die if I don't have no children. And it ain't like Jacob had not been trying with her. Sometimes it just ain't the time. Sometimes it just don't work out. It ain't like Jacob been, ain't been trying. You know he's been sleeping with Rachel. That's the love of his life right there. That's, that's all he wanted. He don't serve 14 years for the same woman. No, you know he, he getting it in. And Jacob's anger was aroused against Rachel. But ain't it funny how the people that we want always give us the most trouble. But if we just seek who God wants us to have, be with, we wouldn't have all this frustration and situationships in our lives. Jacob wanted Rachel. That was, that's who he wanted. And yet, she give him the most problems and the most anger. He ain't got mad at Leah. No. The Bible says, Jacob's anger was aroused against Rachel. And he said, am I in the place of God who was withheld from you, the fruit of the womb? And he said, I'm, I'm not. I'm stop you from having children. You know what I've been doing? It ain't up to me. I mean, I, I know what to do, but I can't make you have children. <laughs> Jacob, like, I've been sleeping with you every night. I mean, what you want? What else? I mean, I'm not God. Oh, I can't make you have me, Jordan. So you know ain't nothing wrong. And Jacob saying, can I bring up the date with Jacob? Jacob saying, you know ain't nothing wrong with me. Because look at your sister. She don't got four kids. You know I can do something. Frustrated. He's upset. Isn't, isn't it funny how the ones we want the most, the ones we have not, the ones that we decided that we want, and we haven't consulted with God about what he wanted. The ones that, the, the mate, the husband that we want, is going to give you the most trouble if you ain't sought God. His anger's arise. Blood pressure up, probably. <laughs> but yet, but yet, 
Hobble shop. He's not even got mad at Leah yet. And Jacob's angel, watch this, watch this, watch this verse 3. And she said, here's my maid, Bilhah. It's getting ready to get real. Situationships. Complicated. Relations. It's getting ready to get real strange in here. Watch what happens. So she said, here is my maid, Bilhah. Go into her. She, she will bear a child on my knees that I also may have children by her. So here's what she's saying. Rachel's saying, well, here's what I got. I got this maid here. She's going to do what Sarah did on some Abraham type stuff back in the day. Sarah couldn't have any children at the time. So she said, well, here goes Hagar. And she told Abraham, here goes Hagar. Sleep with her. And then you can get, and she, you know, you can get her pregnant. And that can be our child by her. So Rachel just did the same thing. She said, hey, well, here goes my maid. Here goes Bilhah. Go into her. Sleep with her. And I can have children through her. Jacob is finding himself in the same situations that his grandfather Abraham. <laughs> wow, ain't that amazing? I'm still calling him an accidental player because he just wanted to be with Rachel. He didn't ask for Leah and all these and all these other women. He just but there, there he is. <laughs> and so then she gave him, Bill her, her maid as wife, and Jacob went in unto her. Watch this. And Bill her conceived and bore Jacob a son. Now he's got three women he's sleeping with at the same time. And then Rachel said, God has judged my case and she, she blamed God for it. She said, God has judged my case, and he has also heard my voice and given me a son. Therefore, she called his name Daniel. Say, hey, God, she put God in it. A lot of things we get ourselves involved with, we put God in it. Saying, well, it's, it's God. You know? But I found out some things, a lot of things that we're, we're putting God into, he ain't got nothing to do with. But yet he still is going to work all things out. Are able for the good of them that love the Lord and that are called according to his person, purpose. He's still going to work all things out for his good. Rachel's made Bilhah conceive again and brought Jacob another second son. So Jacob's sleeping with her on the regular now. Bilhah. He's sleeping with Rachel, Bilhah, and Leah on the regular. And Bilhah is having, having, uh, she gave Jacob a second son. And then Rachel said, With my great wrestling, have I wrestled with my sister and indeed I have prevailed. So she called his name Nephatili. And when Leah saw that she had stopped bearing, she took Zilpah, her maid, and gave her to Jacob and his wife. Wait a minute here. So Leah, seeing that she was she had stopped bearing, and she, she wasn't getting pregnant no more, even though Jacob was sleeping with her. So, but she seen she was getting pregnant no more, said, here's what I do there. Well, let me get me a maid then. And she told Jacob, well, here, go, here goes my maid, here goes Zilpah. You can sleep with her. We can start having kids through her. And she took Zippah, her maid, and gave her to Jacob. That's why. Now Jacob got four wives. He got four women. They sleeping with at the same time. And Leah's maid, Zippah, bore Jacob a son. Look at that. And Leah said, a troop comes. And she called his name Gad. And Leah made Zippah, bore Jacob a second son. And Leah said, I am happy for the daughters who will call my blessed. So she called his name Asher. Lord have mercy. And if you keep studying this thing. <coughs> You'll find out at the end of the time, at the end of the day, Jacob kept sleeping with Leah, Rachel, 
Zilpah and Bilhah. And from all this entanglements and situationships and relationships, Jacob ended up having 12 sons but all these women. And those 12 sons, though, are the 12 tribes of Israel. Because <laughs> even though Jacob was in a situationship and complicated situations, God still worked it out for his own good and purpose. I don't know how many people you don't slept with in your life. I don't know how many times you've been pregnant. I don't, it ain't, who cares? I do know this. Whatever you've been through, God can work all things out for his good and for his purpose. That's why you can never judge nobody's life before the time. You don't know what God is going to do with that person. Yes, they're struggling right now. Yes, they're in situationships right now. Yes, they may even be shacked up right now. But guess what? That's not going to be the end of their story. God is still going to work things out at the counsel of his own good. God bless you and keep you. Listen, if it's a word, then I must have did it. And if it's not, then I wasn't with it. Stay committed.